me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Hi, welcome to Simple Joe. I am Joe. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. This is the show where you'll hear me practice podcasting as I talk about things that strike my interest. I do the show every day to help me become a better podcaster, help me to slow down, help me with good to practice, good mic technique to practice getting rid of crutch words like ums and uhs and you knows and so forths. And there's one crutch word. There's one crutch phrase that I use a lot is, and that's of, of course, I'll read an article on the end of course, or I'll make a comment. And of course, I need to be conscious of that one as well. I also need to be conscious of slowing down. I say that almost every show, but I really need to slow down. So I do this show every day to practice podcasting. Love podcasting. Love being a podcaster. Podcasted for years on a show called On Faith's Edge at onfaithsedge.com, where I interviewed Christian authors and artists and entertainers and influencers and business people of the like. And you can check out that show if you want to on faithsedge.com, on faithsedge.com. I haven't done a show in quite a while, probably a year and a half, maybe more now. But I plan on picking up the show again in April after I move. As you know, I've been moving. If Well, you may not know if this is your first episode listening, but I've been moving. We're downsizing a bit and we're empty nesters. So thought it'd be a good time to just make a change in life. So if you're listening, I would really appreciate your feedback. You may be the only one listening. If you are, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com with your feedback. Joe at thesimplejoe.com with your feedback. I would really love to hear from you. And if you're a listener of the Geekin' on WDW podcast at geekinonwdw.com, you will hear what you're looking for a little later in the show. So I get a text this morning from Connecticut Kurt at 4.56 a.m. telling me that Robert Redford was the other character, was the other actor in All the President's Men with Dustin Hoffman for two episodes. I think it was two episodes. I just could not remember Robert Redford's name. Well-known actor, really well-known actor among many generations. I just couldn't remember the guy's name. So at 4.56, but I, it's funny. I resisted looking it up because I wanted to remember it. I just couldn't remember it. So at 4.56 this morning, I get a text from Connecticut Kurt telling me it was Robert Redford, Joe. So thank you, Connecticut Kurt. I appreciate you, brother. Today in Cincinnati, we are right now at 628 a.m. at 14 degrees Fahrenheit. We expect a high of a balmy 20 degrees and a low of two degrees. Wow, it's going to be two degrees today. Okay, we didn't get nearly the snow that we thought we were going to get. They were predicting up to 12 inches, I think, is, is where they were. Now, I think, I think we got probably three inches, two inches, a lot of sleet. A lot of freezing rain. Roads are pretty slick out there, but not nearly the snowmageddon that we had anticipated. Watching the news last night, watching the weather people, you could tell that they were a little embarrassed, a little bit of egg on their face for predicting so much snow. 
but the participation was precipitation was there participation the precipitation was there it just wasn't snow so they got they got that right grant them grant them some grace i made fun of them a little bit on a facebook post yesterday but grant them some grace they're doing the best they can like we all are right but we depend on them we depend on them for information how to plan our day so it's best that they get it right more often than not anyway tomorrow wednesday it'll be 25 degrees fahrenheit and for a high and 21 degrees for a low it doesn't look like today or tomorrow we're getting any more snow or any precipitation but thursday it looks like we're getting some thursday evening or thursday afternoon so we'll see how that shakes out but friday and saturday look to be pretty nice sun shining partly cloudy saturday looks to be really nice a lot of sun on Saturday. Today in 1932, Otis Blackwell was born. He is an American songwriter. He wrote a song called Fever. You probably heard of Don't Be, Don't Be Cruel by Elvis Presley. Great Balls of Fire by that other guy who married his, by that guy who, Jerry Lee Lewis, who married his cousin at like 13 or 14 years old. What a creep. Uh, and All Shook Up by Elvis Presley. He would have been, Otis Blackwell would have been 89 degrees. sorry he's 89 years old he's certainly not 89 degrees if he died in 2002 (laughs) (laughs) he would have been 89 years old today in 1942 kim jong-il the supreme leader of north korea was born today he would have been 79 years old but he died in 2011 it's so odd how those guys, how that culture looks at their leadership. They look at them as gods and can do no wrong. It was reported that he, he claimed that he had a perfect golf score where he made par on every single hole or no, 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 like a hole in one on every single hole or something like that. Whatever, whatever the perfect golf score is, he did it like he got a hole in one on every single hole, something like that. Maybe I'm not getting that completely right, but there was a, there was a news article about Kim Jong-il. Uh, they just look at them as at their leaders as can do no wrong as, as gods or almost gods. In 1957, LeVar, LeVar Burton was born today. LeVar Burton acted in, of course, a movie called, there's of course, in a movie called Roots. He played Kunta Kinte, an epic show, an epic miniseries from back in the 80s, maybe 70s. Fantastic. Go back and if you can find the DVDs or I don't know if it's on streaming or anything like that, but go back and watch Roots. It's, it's a powerful, powerful miniseries. He also played uh, Lieutenant Commander Jordi LaForge in one of my favorite shows, one of my favorite TV shows, Star Trek, The Next Generation. He is 64 years old today. And in fact, his character, Jordy LaForge, was born this day at on 2335. He also did a like a PBS show. LeVar Burton did a PBS show called Reading Rainbow, which if I remember my kids, my kids loved. In 1958, Ice T was born today. Tracy Marrow is his real name. Ice T is 63 years old today 63 ice tea is 63 years old today wow 1959 john McEnroe, tennis's crybaby extraordinaire was born today he is 60 
two years old. In 1961, a special birthday for my wife, Andy Taylor, from the rock group Duran Duran. He's the guitarist for Duran Duran. He is 60 years old today. Happy birthday, Andy Taylor from Duran Duran. My wife loves Duran Duran. And in 1972, Jerome Bettis was born today. Uh, rumbling, stumbling, running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Unbelievable running back. Great running back. I mean, this guy was just like running into a mountain. Or he was like a mountain coming at you. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I hate. Why? Because they win. That's why I hate them. And the Bengals lose and irritates the snot out of me. But great team, great organization, well run, obviously well run. Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Jerome Bettis was a great running back. He is 49 years old today. And if, if it is your birthday today, happy birthday. Congratulations. You made it another year. At least nine dead. Let's look at some headlines today. At least nine dead and five million without power as winter storm Yuri sweeps the nation. Wind turbines freeze. Wind chills of negative 20 in Texas and killer tornadoes hit North Carolina. Wow. Wow. There's a movie several years back called The Day After Tomorrow based on a book written by Art Bell. Art Bell was a talk show host, an overnight talk show host, Coast to Coast AM. I used to go to sleep listening to that every single night. He was one of my early influences on getting on being interested in talk radio, as well as some local talk radio people here. Mike McConnell, he does the morning show here locally in Cincinnati. Um, Glenn Beck, influenced by, I know not everybody's a Glenn Beck fan, but he certainly is entertaining. And he leans libertarian, as I do. But anyway, uh, this weather reminds me of this of this movie, The Day After Tomorrow, uh, written by uh, based on a book by Art Bell, and uh, just crazy weather right now. It, we're we're not seeing seeing nearly the issues here in the Cincinnati area that they're seeing seeing like in Texas and North Carolina. Uh, it's bad in Texas. It's bad. Five million. I think it says five million without power. I think four million of that is in Texas where the the wind turbines have just frozen up. Negative 20 in Texas. Wow. Wow. There's a group. There's a uh, a group, an organization, uh, an, uh, not an evangelist, a God, I can't hardly I can't even hardly talk about this because it's it's makes me so sad and so disappointed. There's an apologist who I followed who was about as as I was as so far as I was concerned, was as close to a living saint as was alive today. Uh his name's Ravi Zacharias. He died in 2020 last year. And this guy had a dramatic impact on my Christian walk. He's his teachings, along with William Lane Craig and Lee Strobel and some other apologists, uh, brought brought me along in my Christian faith, and really is the reason that I'm 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 a believer today. Uh, I call myself a recovering atheist because I have some tendency to doubt and to be skeptical of faith related things. 
But this apologist, Ravi Zacharias, had a dramatic impact on my life and on my faith. I read his books. I listened to his show, uh, saw him speak where I can, where I could. Uh, and I really had him up on a pedestal. Well, it comes out that he was involved in some pretty, pretty disgusting things, sexual harassment, possibly. Um, God, I don't even want to talk about it. Maybe I'll, maybe I shouldn't have even have brought this up, but this is a headline that caught my eye today. Uh, there's a report that came out that he was just involved in some really bad stuff. And it just so disappointing to me personally to have, uh, this man of God that, uh, I had up on a pedestal that was, you know, a great teacher. And I can't discount what I learned from him and his teachings. Uh, but what I, I, I maybe maybe I'll take some other time to talk about this. Uh, in 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 short, him and his he he's he's died. He died last year, like I said. But apparently, his entire organization covered up the sexual harassment, covered up his uh, his affairs. And it gets even worse than that. I mean, they're even talking about rape and things like that. I mean, just disgusting, disgusting things. And I'm sorry to bring you down so early in the morning at 6.38 in the morning, but this caught my eye. And I'm just just talking about it, guys. Um, maybe I'll talk about it some other time. I'm going to move on to something better. Wisconsin Chick-fil-A worker who won a car in a company raffle gives it to co-worker who bikes to work. She only had worked at the restaurant for five months, yet her co-workers had become like a second family for this 17-year-old. And when Haley Bridges won a new car in the Christmas raffle organized for Appleton, Wisconsin Chick-fil-A employees, she knew just what she would do. She gave away the car to her new quote-unquote sister who had been cycling to work in frigid Wisconsin weather. Yep, 19-year-old Hokoli's Tanguchi from Honolulu, I hope I got that name right, was commuting to the Grand Chute restaurant using only two wheels. I was biking here every morning, so it was a little rough, the 19-year-old told WLUK News, because I'm from Hawaii. I was like, it's kind of cold. <laughs> At the Christmas party, when the name of the winner was plucked out of the bag, and Taniguchi heard Haley Bridges, she knew what was going to happen. Haley vowed to hand over the car if she won. I really just started crying because I was so happy, so said Taniguchi. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is real. Now I can go grocery shopping. Now I can go grocery shopping, Taniguchi beamed. She can also leave five minutes before her shift starts instead of spending two hours pedaling that right there friends is commitment it's generosity it is putting yourself putting other people before you it is graciousness it is gratitude it is an, an unbelievable story kudos kudos to this this young woman Haley bridges and really kudos to miss taniguchi who, quite frankly, showed commitment biking to work every, on a bicycle every single day for two hours to work at Chick-fil-A. How about that? Uh, 
a fast food restaurant. That's how committed she was to work. I wonder how many people would do that. How many people would of this generation, this culture would bike two hours to work every single day? My guess is not many. Maybe I should have more faith. So that leads me to comment on Chick-fil-A and the culture that they create. Chick-fil-A by far, I think they right now they are the most profitable fast food franchise. It's, it's not even like fast food. I, I, it's, it's, it's fast food. I'm sorry. It just doesn't feel like fast food. It doesn't feel like McDonald's or Burger King or White Castle or any of those places. Um, Whataburger. Whataburger or what's that In-N-Out? In-N-Out Burger. It doesn't feel like that kind of place. Chick-fil-A doesn't. You go in there and you just feel good. You're greeted as soon as you walk in. When you say thank you, their standard line is, it's my pleasure. When you, when you go through the local Chick-fil-A here uh, in my area, there's always a line. There's always a line and it moves quickly. But there's always a line. Why? Because they have good food, they have fast service, and they're friendly and kind. Really, we can use Chick-fil-A as, a, uh, as, a, as the standard bearer for service uh, across many industries. But Chick-fil-A, the culture, their service, top-notch, and it looks like that culture and that service uh, is, breeds this kind, of, this kind of story. So thank you, Haley Bridges, for being an amazing human being. Thank you, uh, Hokole Taniguchi for being a gracious person, a hard worker, and somebody that is well-deserving of such a wonderful gift. So there you go. Here's the deal. Would you rather work incredibly hard for yourself or have an easy job working for someone else while earning the same amount of money with each? Would I rather work incredibly hard for myself or have an easy job working for someone else while earning the same amount of money with each. This is some soul searching here. If I had a really easy job, but I had to work for somebody else, and I made the same amount of money, would I prefer that over working incredibly hard for myself? I would pick, I would rather work incredibly hard for myself. If I really think it through, I would work incredibly hard for myself if I was making the same amount of money. When you have an easy job and you're working for somebody else, you're not calling the shots. You don't have a lot of autonomy. It may be easy, but is it fulfilling? It may be easy, but are you making an impact? It may be easy, but are you, uh, are you living the life that you were called to live? I don't know. I think I would rather work incredibly hard for myself where I'm directing my work, where I'm directing my time. I'm working hard, but I'm in control. I'm directing my work. I'm directing my time. I'm directing the impact that I make. I choose where my efforts go. And there's something about hard work that breeds 
I don't want to say confidence. That's not the word I'm looking for. Breeds self-esteem. Breeds a, a sense of fulfillment. Hard work does that. I've, I've rarely done anything easy where I look back and say, wow, man, I'm, I'm glad I did that easy thing. But man, I, I, I've many, many times looked back at hard work and said, I am so glad I went through that. I am so glad I did that. So if I would, would I rather work incredibly hard for myself or have an easy job working for someone else while earning the same amount of money with each? Believe it or not, I would probably work incredibly hard for myself versus working an easy job for somebody else. So there you go. What do you think? Let me know what you would choose. You can email me, joe at thesimplejoe.com. That's joe at thesimplejoe.com. Hey, for all you folks at the Grand Geek and Gathering this week in Disney World, number one, be careful as you're traveling. This is Tuesday. I know the big festivities start Wednesday, but be careful. There's some bad weather out there and have an absolute blast. Have an absolute blast down there. I know, I know Kurt and the gang at the, at, on, and his, his listeners have an amazing week planned. Kurt, Kurt is, good friend, an amazing guy. Go to geekingonwdw.com if you want if you're not a current listener, check out his group and your secret word is Kevin Curtis Allen. Head over to thesimplejoe.com/geek, type in that secret word and you'll be entered into the contest to win a Geekin on WDW long sleeve t-shirt. And remember, the secret word is Kevin Curtis Allen. Go to thesimplejoe.com slash geek and type in that word. Well, let's, let's wrap up for today. You can reach me on Twitter at at 4JoeTaylor. And if you like the show, I would really appreciate it if you told a couple friends, but give them fair warning. This show is just about Joe practicing podcasting. But if you get some kind of enjoyment out of it, if it give if it benefits you in some way, if it brings value to your life, by all means, please tell a couple friends. But set the stage for them. Set expectations. Let them know that this is just Joe showing up every day to practice being a better podcaster. My website is thesimplejoe.com. Check it out. There's not much there other than the other than the show. But you never know where that's gonna where that's gonna go either. Thanks for listening. You and I will talk tomorrow. Take care.